You're listening to a Chirp Radio podcast. For more interviews and stories, visit chirpradio.org slash podcasts. This is Maritess Velasquez with Chirp Radio, and I am in the studio with Lovely. Hello. Hello. Hi. Um, can you each introduce yourselves with your name and what you play in the band? Yeah, I'm Sophie Brochu, and I sing and play guitar. Uh, I'm Dale Price, and I play guitar and sometimes sing backing vocals. I'm Scott Cortez, and I play bass and sometimes little things. Machetes. Machetes. Uh, I'm Dave Piscotti, and I play drums. My first question is for you, Sophie. I wanted to ask you about Savannah, Georgia, which you seem to have a, a pretty deep connection to. It's where you're from. Yeah, I grew up there and was there until my adulthood. <laughs> um, yeah, and this is pretty evident on your album, Tides. Can you just tell me more about what it's like and what it, the place means to you? Well, I didn't set out to write about Savannah, but it was the first song that came when I started writing. and. I was thinking about like this contrast between, I guess, having like a really happy childhood in Savannah and this really beautiful, haunting place, and then having kind of a not so happy teenage timeline. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, sort of this contrast of like what it means, like what that relationship is to me now as an adult from a place that's far away and. I think writing it from Chicago was interesting because it made me sort of fantasize about Savannah in this way that made it seem even more haunting and it's already a very haunting city. I don't know if that's like, if that does it justice, but that's at least a starting point. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then was the rest of the uh, music on that album kind of written around that idea? Or Yeah, I started thinking about like the narrative and what that would mean to have Savannah as the starting point and to sort of build off of that. And then it ended up coming together really quickly. project right and so how did the- yeah so the last band I was in that that broke up was such a disappointment to me and I thought you know if I can ever have my own project I just don't want to have to rely on people to do things so my idea from the beginning was to just have a solo project and have this rotating lineup of members and over the past like year and a half or two years that I've been doing this I've realized that that doesn't really work and when I thought it would be more empowering to have just me and some other people, now I'm, I've realized that I, like every time I was trying to work on a new song or play a show, I was starting over and having to teach people the song. And um, it was really hard to, to grow from that. This is, this is the Fovely lineup that's permanent and it's going really well. It's really nice. That's awesome. So. Um, what has it been like, just songwriting-wise, like, 
from starting off as a solo artist and then you know is it more has it become more collaborative like yeah super collaborative um I really I didn't ever write my own music until a couple years ago and I didn't really know how and Scott was like just throw three chords together and you can have a song um because he does a lot of like really dreamy and shoegazy music and so that's how it started and now we're working on an EP right now uh Dale wrote one of the songs but all of all of them are really collaborative like we just kind of come together with some chords or whatever and a start a melody and everybody works in their own parts and we've been developing them every week yeah it's really fun just taking these like really teeny tiny ideas that maybe start off as like a demo that Sophie did in her apartment or whatever and just everyone just fleshing it out making it a lot bigger sounding which is cool now I just feel so ridiculous for wanting to have such control over this thing because I see how much we've like we've grown so much like Dave has only been with us for what like two or three months yeah about that and it has just like it just feels like there's been a lot of longevity and We've grown a lot together. So how 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 else did you all meet like in join this band? Uh, so I've known Sophie since she was in videotape. Um, I used to go to a lot of their shows and draw random artwork for them and just obsess over them because I just love their sound so much. And I can't remember how I got involved. I think I heard a, a demo that Sophie put on Bandcamp of probably Big Head, one of the songs from the first EP. And just out of the blue, she asked me to start, start filling in on bass every now and then on shows. And I'd seen Scott play shows, never really spoken to him. He was just this mythical figure in the distance. <laughs> um, and then I knew Dave because he works at CME. And I, when we needed a drummer, uh, I saw him post on Facebook, hey, does anyone need a drummer? And it was just kind of the stars aligned one day. So we I sure was did. out of the game for a little while. <laughs> I needed a, another band. He was the yeah. perfect fit. He was the drummer we were waiting for. Mm-hmm. Um, so it sounds like you all have played another um, bands before, so um, how does this project differ or is similar to other types of music you've played? It's very different. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I had lots of bands in the past, but um, the longest one I had was uh, an Americana rock band called Northern Magnolia for a few years, and then uh, had a child, and that kind of dissolved, and um, my brother moved away, and you know the day-to-day of being a dad kind of took over for a few years until there was some space to, to play again. So um, when Dale reached out, and I came and played with him. It was, uh, it was very different for me, um, but I like it because I get to get out of my comfort zone and do a little more creative. And so I love it. Then, Scott, I feel like you're, you're like the, the old hand of this band. <clears throat> like the... Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> Not young Obi-Wan Kenobi, like old Obi-Wan Kenobi. The ghost. Living Not in a cave. Star Wars, just in a cave, and then <laughs> <laughs> Sophie shows up. Um, yeah, Sophie was playing in my band. I remember I opened for Sophie's band, Videotape, just playing some ambient stuff. And then I saw Videotape, and I was like, oh, that band's really good. And then I was playing with 
Lycanthia just doing a background guitar for her, and Sophie did background vocals for Lycanthia at a show, and that's when I remember like talking to Sophie and meeting her, and I asked her if she wanted to help me out with uh, Astrobrite, and she said sure, and that's how Sophie and I started working together, and then she started playing me her little, um, her demos that she was working on, and then I told her like, you know, just to keep going with it, and then I just started helping her out with her songs. Yeah. Awesome. And it will blossom from there. <laughs> stage um and music is very to me like very confessional and emotional and it really comes through on in the performances um what is it like just putting it all out there when you're <laughs> performing sometimes awkward <laughs> <laughs> um i you know what i think it's it's easiest when you don't know anybody in the audience or you don't have a cr- close relationship um i played when i went I went um, by myself to Savannah last June and played, and I don't know, just something about it. It was really lovely, but also just kind of uh, awkward. Um, it was like my parents were there and their friends, and they're just they like just did not get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's, I don't know. I think like that's all that's all I want to see when when I see or hear music. That's like the thing that attracts me to it is when somebody is really vulnerable and can just open up and um they don't have to say anything specific it's just sort of the feeling that you get what what else do people write music about for me i I really like playing this music live just because you know i started off i wasn't really in the band so i got to hear the songs from the other side and like really appreciate them i listen to an awful lot of like dreamy music anyway and then when i get up there i'm just so lost in it i kind of like zone out space out People see me swaying like a drunk person, but I'm really just like so into the music, so it's kind of my vibe. Sometimes I zone out so much that I forget <laughs> to play a verse. <laughs> yeah, that happens. Um, so I saw on Instagram you spent a lot of time at Jam Deck last weekend. Yeah. Yes. How did recording go? It went so well. Um, we just signed with Diversion Records, and Chase Wall was engineering for us. He's in um, The Casual Hex. They're really great. Um, so we got through five songs. Huckleberry, my dog, was by my side the whole time. Mm-hmm. It was, I think it was a success. What do you guys think? Yeah, I, so we actually did a, Sophie and I did a two-song session with Chase earlier this year. And he just has a really, like, just this warm, reassuring presence while you're recording. It's just so easy to work with. So I, I really enjoyed it. It was just a very relaxing experience for me. Very fast. Yeah. It was very everything, fast. Everything was very easy and fast to, to go through and play. I felt like we got takes that we all liked really, really quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which doesn't happen often. And we also had surprises like Scott, you playing whatever that, it looked like a machete, Scott this piece played of metal. The machete. <laughs> um, Dave played the shaker. Wait, was that the bo- machete? On the, the weird Boeing. Yeah. yeah, it was <laughs> just a <laughs> found <laughs> object. Yeah. I, was, I was running around the studio looking for what I knew was the thing. I was like, I had to find it. I couldn't find it. 
And when it's when I saw it though, when I, I was I knew when I see it that I, that's the one thing I'm gonna use. And there it was. <laughs> it was like lying on top of me. I was like, oh, that's what I was looking for. He's like, I had like ten seconds to to do it. Because I just told Dale that I wanted to add a part, but I didn't know what it was going to be yeah. until I was running around. I was like, oh, I know this is what I'm, I'm going to do that thing. It's, it's like Obi-Wan if he was a mad scientist as well. It's a mad scientist, yeah. It's very mad scientist. Random stuff. Like, you know there's something that it, you, you need and you just have to wait for it to hit you. And there it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a very anxious sound. It's, it's what I did in high school. I used to do things like that in high school. Well, that specific thing. But I used a ruler. A ruler. <laughs> but this one, I was like, there's no ruler, I don't have a ruler. And then I was like, oh, this thing. Cool, so I can't wait to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> it works. Thank you so much for Thank coming. You. It's been really Thank fun. You. Thanks for having us. Find this and other interviews at tripradio.org slash podcasts. Trip Radio, hear what's next.